When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the In Defense of Ska podcast. There's a lot of like, okay, well, you like Ska named three bands that aren't the boss tones. I'm your host, Aaron Carnes, music journalist and author of the book In Defense of Ska. And I'm your co-host, Adam Davis, veteran Ska musician from the bands Omnigon and Link 8. On our show, we aim to push back on the mainstream's negative perception of Ska music. There are so many great untold stories throughout the history of Ska. The show features interviews with everyone from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones to Fishbone, Fall Out Boy singer Patrick Stump, and the police drummer Stuart Copeland. Join us on In Defense of Ska from the Consequence Podcast Network, Consequence Podcast Network. It's been almost two weeks since we got the word that Bonnaroo 2021 was not going to happen. I'm betting most all of you who are listening can tell me exactly where you were when you got the word. Did you ever wonder where maybe one of the bands or some of the bands were when they got the word? Lord Taco and I talked to Amelia and Nick from Sylvanesso, and they tell us where they were and what they were doing, and they give us a little bit of an idea about what their super jam was going to be. It all happens right now on the What Podcast. This is awesome. How are you both? Great. How are you guys? I'm great. We've got Amelia, Nick, and Lord Taco is with me. Say hi to Lord Taco. Well, now I'm wishing I would have picked a pseudonym. Is that impressive? You guys are using your real names? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I call him Russ, but he goes by Lord Taco. Uh, Now I feel like you have to explain it, Russ. Go ahead. There's not really an explanation. It was a Twitter handle I picked 12 years ago and never thought people would call it to me in real life. And now here I am doing interviews with people who think my name is Taco. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of how you end up with a band name, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's what, tweeting and communicating online or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. I made up an acronym and all that for it, but that was... There was no real reason or purpose. Anyway, we were he, uh, Russ and I were just talking about everything that happened after Bonnaroo, uh, which is why we are talking to you guys. So I, I guess I feel like I need to, I don't know if I need to, but I want to sort of set some, I don't even know if we have to talk about it. I don't want to get on here and throw people under buses. That's not the goal, right? Unless you guys want to, I mean, if you want to, let's do it. I don't even know who we would choose. Yeah, I'm just down to party. Let's do this. Now, wait a minute. I'm in a bus. Don't throw me he's under the bus. bus. He would be, <laughs> yeah. he, he's one of those guys that would be stuck. <laughs> so what I want to do is just talk about, I don't know what I want to talk about. How, I mean, 
the, the amazing thing to me is you guys are one of the acts, one of the big acts, and you were going to do a super show. So, I mean, that whole thing is just, uh, what happened? What were you, what was going through your mind last week? Let's just start there. And if we go, if, if it ends up under Rome a bus during the fall of Rome or after the fall yeah, of Rome, if we end up under a bus, we end up under a bus. <laughs> <laughs> I know where I mean, we this, were. This journey, the, the story of this show for us has lasted two years, you yeah. know, like, like we, um, so, so stepping way back, the, the company that used to be the majority shareholder in Bonnaroo, uh, AC, the company who runs it, um, we did an event with them in North Carolina that was like a one-day festival. And so we had been trying to turn that into a two-day festival for like four years, basically. It's just through a series of uh, uh, venue problems and then errors. And then we finally got it booked and then the pandemic hit. And, so, and then yada, yada, yada. Anyway, so we've been like talking with them for a long time. And when we went on the WITH tour, which was this tour that we did in the fall of 2019, where uh, we expanded from a duo to like a 10 piece band and we played all these like big old theaters. Um, they came out to that and immediately after the show, we're just like, you guys got to do the Super Jam next year. And that's always been like a dream of mine. Um, and so we were like, absolutely, let's let's put it together. But but then it's, you know, then the first one got canceled and then we moved here. So it's this whole arc has lasted like years. Indeed. And when we got the when we got the text that Bonnaroo wasn't happening, we'd been in rehearsal for two, two weeks. Yeah. I mean, we'd been with the band for two we've days. Been, we've been with the band for two days, but we had like organized the rehearsals for our tour all around. Like we did like a week of our own tour rehearsals, and we had a little break, and then we had a week with the with band getting ready, and then with the guests. That was good, that was gonna happen. Yeah, and we got the text in the middle of practice. Yeah, wow. Which was that's, that's so, the question. So yeah, the question everybody's asking: Where were you when you got the news that Bonnaroo was canceled? So you were literally practicing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. It was nice. It was nice because it did do the like what you always want to have happen, where uh, we like all kind of stared at each other for a while for like three minutes and then we're like well we've got to keep on playing music because this is so fun so we finished the day yeah and then we came back the next day and then we came back the next we, day with the understanding that we were going to figure out how to find a show but that's i mean I, you, you kind of got to it this is not one of those things that just is like a yesterday thing i mean this had been in the works for a long time. I'm guessing you're talking probably Ashley goes back to Ashley Caps, probably goes back to even Moog Fest. Is I mean, is it that far back? Or is that what you're talking about? Is no. Okay. No, but, no. Yeah, what do you mean? I was talking about Ashley and his Moog Fest. That's the one that he put on. Uh but it I, I guess what I'm saying is it it goes back to AC entertainment. So I mean it yeah. took it it it's it's not just a um, yesterday thing. You've been planning it, wanting it, thinking about it, all of it, like all of us. That's what I yeah. guess I'm oh, getting yeah. at. And like, it's been this long arc, getting this all together, having it get canceled once, having it get moved the second time, coming yeah. back in, having this whole thing happen. And then, you know, two yeah. days before we're supposed to go out. Yeah, it's, you know. Like with any major <laughs> oh, event, yeah. it takes a lot of planning. 
Well, I guess that's what what I wanted to sort of express to people is this just doesn't happen. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of parts that have to happen, a lot of pieces that have to be moved and all of that stuff. Right. So um, what was the show? I almost even hate to ask this, but what was the show going to be? Can we talk about that? I mean, uh, Maybe a little bit. Do yeah. You, do you put that in the back? thing you know what do you do with something like that <laughs> i think there's things that were going to happen that i almost don't want to talk about for fear that i might jinx them happening in the future mm, you mm, know what i mean mm. but that's why yeah really, that's what I mean. <laughs> you you take over you you like had this i mean you had the whole concept for the whole show well when we were when we were thinking about it was going to be the first t- live show that we played so i wanted to be post pandemic and so I wanted to recreate when, oh yeah, not that it's Quotation over. Quotation marks. Yeah, not that it's over, yeah. but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, and I wanted to recreate the first instance, a uh, first instance of live music that we all experienced, which is going and going to a wedding and seeing a wedding band. So I basically wanted, I wanted to take Super Jam and turn it into like the wedding band of dreams, which mainly means giving everybody permission to sing the wildest, schlockiest, or like songs that just like have touched their hearts and that they would never do because it's overdone or because, because like they wouldn't give themselves permission. So, yeah. So she was reaching out to all these people just being like, if you were going to, if you were going to get up and sing live band karaoke at like a dear friend's wedding reception, what would you sing? Exactly. And that, and that we put together a set of covers. It was everybody, all, all the guests had to do a cover. They couldn't do their own stuff. So it was, it was all based on this crazy, like legendary wedding reception. Yeah. Legendary wedding reception. That was about like raging. That like the, the finally everyone coming back together. Mm -hmm. That was like the whole purpose. Yeah. So it was, yeah. Uh, joy. Joyous final. Who, who's going to give the toast? I was I was just going to ask Taco what his song would be. What do you say? Yeah, <laughs> oh gosh, I don't even know. I mean, I'm thinking Righteous Brothers, or I mean, hmm. I, that's a good that's that's a great theme. Uh, I've never been asked that. I'm and I'm not going to ask, or maybe I will. Did you have a lot of people lined up? ready to sing i mean that was the that the beauty for people who don't know who are listening listening to the show for the first time the super jam is an occasion that bonnaroo does that i i think they do as well as anybody it's they bring people together who were already on the farm um and they get somebody like you guys to be the curator and uh put together a 90 minute surprise crazy whatever it can be you know uh i love that idea the wedding man i'm my mind is just going crazy thinking of what it all could have been well i think the the beautiful part about that idea uh that i loved when you were pitching it to it was just it drew something totally different out of each person that we asked exactly you know, it's like it got everybody to do a thing that i would never have expected them to do exactly I you know, like that was the whole fun and the most fun thing was it like 
I, I'm a firm believer that when you ask someone to do something, you can be like, I like, or in pitching this idea, I was like, I was thinking that you could sing maybe these three songs. So you got, we got to curate in this different, in a totally different way where it's like, here's like. Here's some covers that could work if you don't have an idea. Yeah. yeah. And it, it really shaped the whole thing in a cool way. Yeah. Did I you... think I'd have to go, I'd have to go four non-blondes. What's up? Who, oh, who doesn't want to? Who doesn't want to belt that out? That's a serious. That's a serious undertaking. Yeah, I know. My taco taco doesn't play. <laughs> I didn't say I would. I didn't say I would do it good. <laughs> the purpose is joy. Purpose. Yeah. yeah, but it would be it would be joyful. Taco yeah. comes hard now. <laughs> did you did you have to? Uh, go at it with the idea of who was going to be there or did you get to pick or both or I mean how were you going to go at that we were both asking people who were going to be there and asking people that we wanted to be there um, there's a couple uh, people that we caught wind from the promoters would want to come yeah, if we asked so we reached out to a few of those also just shot the moon yeah. with a couple of people um, but also towards as the as time moved towards the festival, everyone was getting more concerned about Delta. So there was like there was some rearranging happening. Well, that was it. that leads to the next sort of obvious. Uh, I'm still my head is exploding at this idea. I love this idea because <laughs> you could have gone so many ways. I mean, so many people on site and I could just imagine you saying, calling whoever and saying hey what would be the song you would sing at your best friend's wedding i mean what a great question <laughs> now, just... now i'm just now i'm just sad all over again that we didn't <laughs> get to do this <laughs> me too what a i great, thought it was over it <laughs> what a great thing so i i hope you still hope to do that uh, is it possible I don't, we'll see i don't know maybe i don't know when something gets canceled twice also, to be fair, I do appreciate like I I am a, a great lover of this of Bonnaroo in general. The Super Jam was never my dream. Definitely my dream. Definitely his dream. But I was really excited about the theme. Well, and you crushed it. I mean, that's the thing. It's like I think it's a lot of these kind of things like we we have very different interests between the two of us. And I think bringing them together in that way is a thing that I think makes the band work mm -hmm. in general. So it was, it was kind of a perfect iteration yeah. of that, you know? Also, we had William Tyler playing guitar. Oh my God. This one, and he's such a shredder. Yeah. Like he can play anything. The crew was it's really, amazing. really Even, good. Yeah. And for the makeup show, we still played some of the covers that we were going to play. Yeah. And um, we had people in the band sing them, which was yeah, also which great. Yeah, which was so much fun. Um, Came out and did Peg by Steely Dan. Yeah, had yeah. Jen Wozner sing Everywhere by Fleetwood oh. Mac. And Adam um, Adam Schatz did his his truly incredible rendition of the Isley Brothers shout. Yeah, we had to close with that for the last time. All right, so I got to ask Nick why you wanted it and Amelia why you didn't. I mean, what the Super Jam to us is when it's right, it's awesome. What it what it what, what were you looking forward to and what were you not, I guess? Is well, I think, I think it's an easier, I think what I would guess is I think baseline, it's an easier gig for me. 
you know, I talk a little bit, but like I'm hanging out, I'm learning keys parts, I'm learning bass parts, I'm like getting people organized, doing a little music direction and stuff like that. But like, it's a much different, the whole, it's a much different job for Amelia. I mean, she has to be like master of ceremonies for a 90 minute, like crazy set. You know what I mean? It's, they're very different things and they require very different energies. And to, I think to me, uh, I love the idea of like really being on your heels all night and like trying to make it work but that's because I have a totally different set of responsibilities. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it kind of, na- it was, it was just natural that I think it shook out like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. To me, it's, it's mostly that like, I, I love getting to play music with people. And I believe that the way that super jam has moved the couple of times I've participated in it is that it accidentally has a tendency to turn into a, who's the most famous contest. Yeah. Like, who's the most famous guest that you have. And like, and sometimes the feeling is like, yeah, but like how much more famous is this? Like how many many guests can you slam onto the stage when like the thing that I am excited about doing is making music with people. And that, so like having so many guests gets, uh, can get far away from being able to do that from the original point yeah, yeah. from the original point which is as we wow. all know that's door. such a Go that's such an interesting point because the one i'm thinking of was 16 17 with billy idol and larry graham and all that it was so epic but that really was kind of what it was about was yeah see like the else? first thing about it is that like like who billy was there idol. which is that's kind of part of the thing of super jam like you yeah. gotta take that with it but like it does remove you a little bit from the magical experience of the thing that happens in the moment or mm-hmm. it can i think if you if it's not done quite right so, yeah and we're just we always lean kind of away from coolness quote unquote anyway i think and just the fame just the fame yeah that's, or the thing i want the thing i want the thing i was excited about this being was like a celebration of being together again yeah and having different right. different people be able to do that with us and being it like that was why turning the band into a karaoke band was the way that I could figure out how to do that in an authentic way that felt yeah good. felt real and it yeah. felt like it removed it from that like because mm-hmm. it's just an inherently schmaltzy thing to do in the first place but like you know no mm-hmm. one is being too cool for it that's like the best exactly. part exactly but that's right. such a great segue to what you guys do um I mean I've been listening to your music all day long and I'm like this is such a natural melding. Why didn't this happen before kind of thing? If I mean, and I'm not being uh, disingenuous when I say that it's like, I love what you do, Nick. And I love what Emily does. It's Amelia does. It's just this kind of, thing and i could just hear it on the farm it's perfect it's kind of the best of everything it's this mix of edm and electronic and beautiful music and just just feels right um so it it's interesting that that's where it was gonna go and i really wish we would have gotten to hear it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> me too <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> I still don't totally we never got to do it with all the guests you know yeah. like that was supposed to be when we were yeah. on 
So it's like, right. we didn't even really get to hear it either. Yeah. You know, like I have an idea knowing what the set list was going to be, like what it was going to feel like, but like, it kind of remains this like weird ghost, which is- We'll never know. Oh, cool. I don't know. Yeah. Now, did, did anyone turn you down that you maybe asked? Because when we, I think we talked to Karungba and they were saying they were real careful about not letting anyone in their bubble. Like they were, wanted to be careful with, um, you know, exposure and they didn't want anyone to, um, you know, test positive because that would be the end of their tour. Oh yeah. So yeah. they were, they were very like cautious about who they bring on stage, who they interact with. Yeah. It's the same with us. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, we got, we had more trends down though, turned down though, because uh, Bottle Rock was like the same weekend. Yeah. Usually Bonner is uh, on its own weekend. So everybody that plays it is there the whole time. Yeah. Exactly. Which makes it correct. much easier. Yeah. That was far and away the bigger problem. Yeah, because everybody was doing fly-ins. And yeah. also everyone was touring touring in and out of this. Yeah. And because of the pandy, it made it so that there was like, you just have to be cautious. The sheer amount of financial investment that we would lose if if I anybody mean, on our crew. Everybody. Yeah, if you it's had to cancel a tour, I mean, that's that's devastating, you know. And it's that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, like people see the two of us on stage up there, but like every tour you go to see, it's not just us i mean i know people say this but like you know we have like 11 people on our crew out here like plus yes. drivers plus local crews plus venues and promoters like it's a it's a huge yeah. mountain of people and yeah. you know the artists are the only ones you get to see but like for us being out is like trying to reactivate all of that and like get all of our the people in kind of the extended sylvanessa world like back working too you know so like it's it's it, it's a lot of responsibility mm -hmm. for sure. What talk about that if it, a little bit, if you don't mind, just because our listeners, this is so new to them. I mean, when you guys got the word, we got the word Tuesday at four thirty. When did you guys hear? And and Tuesday uh, at two thirty. Yeah, like shortly before they announced. Okay. And we we what, had a feeling something was going to happen. We weren't sure that it was a full cancellation, but we were kind of braced for bad news, you know. Like, but um, yeah. Man. And what, and what do you do? What can you do? Uh, you just, well, now deal? It, yeah. Also it was like, it was flooding. There was actually just no way that the, the, it was actually going to be able to happen. The stages were sinking into the ground. They couldn't get any vehicles on site. It just wasn't. Yeah. We couldn't, we wouldn't have been able to get in. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it was that. It was just was what it was. Yeah. The nicest yeah. part again was the clarity of being like, oh, well, the thing that we do is keep on making music because it's fun. It felt oddly existential, mm -hmm. you know, like, like, cause there we were with a bunch of our friends playing music in a room together. And the purpose, the, the, the like quote unquote purpose for that was removed. But I think it, it, it made us all feel like, well, what's, the show isn't really the important part. Like, this is the important part. Like, what am I alive for? Like, what are we all doing here anyway. in, in the first place? What's the point? Like, this is the point. Let's just keep playing. So that's what we did. Mm -hmm. it, it felt oddly life-affirming. Yeah. It's absolutely correct. I think the one, the one lesson, and I've been doing this 18 months, 20 months, uh, since the pandemic and the one thing i've heard from everybody whether it's small business big business band music festival is we figured out what's important yeah it is it has forced us to figure out what's really important 
And that could be anything. I mean, it, you know, could be your kid. It could be your family. It could be your business, whatever. But that's the one thing that everyone seems to agree on. Yep. For me, I mean, I've had, I was, had this Volkswagen bus that was packed ready to go camp into Bonnaroo. And when the cancellation happens, it's like, well, I'm still going camping. I'm still going to hang out with, you know, friends. I'm still going to see the people I was going to see there. It's just not going to be at Bonnaroo, but I'm still going to go. So, you know, really didn't miss out on too much. So what do y'all do? I mean, what, what happens with uh, the band? You, you've got 11 people you just said that are responsible for you guys. Uh, you know, Taco's got his bus. I've got, I mean, I've been working in my basement <laughs> now since March of 2020. I, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, yeah. I'm one person. It's easy for me to just change directions and go somewhere else, you know, but I, yeah, I can't imagine trying to coordinate that with a crew, you know, 12 people. Yeah. What do you guys do? I mean, that's, that's, uh, I'll let you answer. I'll just stop talking. <laughs> well, we were, when we got the cancellation, we basically just said like, we're lucky enough that we have a team where I said like, okay, well find us a show. And they did. And it, it was branded through Bonnaroo. So we did a three band bill. Right. With Phoebe, and, yeah. Phoebe and, and Brittany. Brittany. And I think on the, um... yeah. And then, and then we were going on tour. So then we waved bye to the with band and now mm -hmm. we're on a, we're at the Greek in LA. We're going to play tonight. Well, yeah. And in the, in the macro sense, if you guys talking about the pivot, I mean, for us, it was just, I mean, we did what we had to do during when we couldn't tour at all. And now that it seems like, I mean, it's, it is what it is now, I guess. It's all about just setting new rules for the new reality. So it's like, all right, well, if we can do this, how can we do it in a way that feels where, and where everybody who's out with us feels taken care of and feels safe. And we had a lot of long discussions about that and set a lot of very serious ground rules. And uh, now we're all out here living by those and yeah. it feels good. You know, I don't know. It's, it's cliche, but you know, the show must go on is, is the phrase, right? Along those lines, let me ask, because it came up when we were talking, because everything has been so focused on this September, October, um, Bonnaroo just canceled. They're going to have to come out with their lineup pretty soon for June. From your guys' perspective, are you, I mean, are you on the consideration list for next year? Or is that, I guess what I'm asking is, it, is did it like hit a hard stop? And then, you know, this ended and now we got to consider next year or is it fluid? You know, because everything was fluid up till now, but now it feels like hard stop. Yeah. Does that make sense? I mean, I have no idea. We, yeah, haven't, okay. we, haven't talked right. we don't either. That. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I also don't know what kind of financial situation they're in because they didn't make any money. Two years in a row two years in a row so that i mean that can that can well i mean last time it happened they yeah i mean like we get inside baseball but you know i think the fortunate part do. for them is it. with yeah it, it's a cancellation it's an act of god it's an insurance claim so you know hopefully they can recoup the money that they had to refund and you know can just regroup for next year that's the one i guess good part about it but yeah. as far as you guys are concerned it's not like your contract said if we cancel, we'll talk about next time. 
as far as you guys are concerned, it's a hard stop. Well, I don't know about hard stop. I mean, like we're, we're all friendly with the AC dudes, you know, like, like I said, like we've been working with them for years and uh, trying to set up a whole separate thing with them for a long time. So, so it's, it's a very open conversation. Um, We love that. Yeah. It's not like we're mad. No. Yeah. You know, yeah, nobody's mad. Thank you. That's yeah. that's part of my question. Yeah, I don't think anybody is. We just, I guess, what we're we're trying to figure out is, you know, you've asked, they have asked bands to, you know, be on hold or put up postpone or whatever for a year and a half. Because who knew? I mean, this thing is crazy. I, again, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus. It just, it's just like where do where do we go from here do they uh is it all yeah yeah i think you just answered my question <laughs> that's what we're and then we're in the same that, that's the point of the question is who knows right i mean this has never happened well it happened 100 years ago and barry barry remembers that yeah, what was it like 100 that. years I ago was, i vaguely remember <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I had a similar a lot, anti-vax movement yeah. back then it's yeah. wild. a lot more people died a lot more than yeah. Than yeah. yeah 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 it's, it, it's yeah. just no. interesting yeah I, I it's interesting to hear you say everyone's friends I, I think that's exactly right it's funny i was actually on the phone with some of the ac people just before you and i got on because uh, we have our festival here in town and uh that one's gonna go ha- it's gonna happen and so you know everything looks good uh, again i'm I w- not trying to uh I, I don't know what i'm doing i'm just we're this is so new <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to get you to throw anybody or anybody under a bus and it's just so new that uh well here's the, there's no one to it throw was under a bus because it, of rain the, it was a yeah, no, it's like, it's no one's fault yeah i'm not mad yeah exactly. like i'm not you know the only people matter weird affluent kids on the internet you know what i mean it's not there's no no one right no one has any right to be mad it just is what it is like yeah you don't get to be pissed off about rain no it's no. like yeah there's a literal hurricane People are, it's you know yeah us not like, being able to hang yeah. out in a field and listen to music for three days is, is exactly the, is Louis- a small yeah. louisiana is yeah. devastating like it's still exactly. like, yeah, like, 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 new jersey yeah, yeah exactly. everything's cool you know like, yeah it's, it's fine we didn't get to do a music festival. <laughs> right. Woo-hoo. yeah I, I i i feel lucky to have i feel lucky that we're in the position we're in in the first place where this is even a a problem you know what i mean like yeah. i love it like we are such a lucky band and right I, I feel so grateful for all of the bonnaroo experiences that we've already had we've had two of my favorite shows we've ever played at bonnaroo yeah. you know um like i'm just stoked to be like in the family indeed I love yeah it. talk about first world problems i mean yeah this is this I is nothing it. all right so what's up for you guys what's next what you got uh what do you want to uh make sure people know about we're on tour right now. We are now. on tour. Um, most of the, there's some tickets still available for a handful of shows, a handful of shows. And then we're going to be on tour again in November. Come see us out on the road. Um, please I wait. love, I love, this is a great plug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you want to feel true joy? Do you also feel as though the purpose is joy? Yeah. 
Come on out. Bring your vaccination card or a yeah. negative PCR test. Someone has their show. 100%. Please wear a mask. even if Absolutely wear a mask. All right. Love it. Taco, what you got? I, I, you know, yeah, who knows? I might jump on stage with you and sing some four non blondes. <laughs> very, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't count on it happening. But, <laughs> yeah. All right. I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, yeah. Anything else that you wanted to mention that I didn't ask about? No. Amazing. Good. Thanks so much Back for doing take this. Take care of each other. Yeah. Thank yes. you. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Right. Go do it. It's easy. All right. So easy. Thank you guys. Thanks. We appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Talk soon. Bye-bye. See ya. This is Brad Steiner. I'm Barry Corder. After you check out the latest episode of the What Podcast, be sure to check out some of the other great programs on the Consequence Podcast Network, including... Rootsland. It's an original story of two friends who take a musical and spiritual journey from the suburbs of Long Island to the streets of Kingston, Jamaica. Or Kyle Meredith with where you can find interviews with all of your favorite musicians and bands. Hosted by our guy, Kyle Meredith. New episodes air weekly on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Head to Consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.